Welcome to The Greenhouse Effect. Our hope is that this podcast would be like a greenhouse to help you get unstuck and grow in your full potential because life ought to be fully lived. Hey, Tommy, how's it going? It's going pretty well. Thanks. Good, good. This is your host, Steve Perkins, and sitting here with my co-host, Tommy Thompson. And we're just excited. I think we're just excited to be in a new year talking about how to be intentional this year and how to live a better life um, and just some of the different strategies we've learned or picked up, but some of the things that we've talked about a lot with each other. Yeah, I think it still blows us both away that we're in the second year of doing this. I know for a lot of podcasters, that's not a big deal, but it sure feels like a big deal to us. Yeah, it does. It's it's really exciting. It's a mini dream come true. And um, I think part of uh, how we're able to do this podcast is just really understanding our limits um, ourselves. Did you like that segue? Yeah, that was very good. <laughs> is that what we're talking about today? I guess, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Yeah. I do think, though, honestly... Um, it's taken a concerted effort to set aside meaningful chunks of time to, to make a good podcast or hopefully try to make a good podcast. So it is a topic that we've both talked about a lot in the formation of these shows. Well, and, and even very early on when we were talking about this, we had to talk about what boundaries we were going to set. Are we going to be one of those that's going to podcast uh, several times a week? And is it going to be an hour-long podcast? And so part of forming this was thinking about the limits around the podcast Mm -hmm. and those limits both in terms of the length of time and the frequency is what's made this possible. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So before we get too far into it, if you know, explain what we mean by the title, Understanding Our Limits. Yeah, this thought for me came out of reflecting back on on childhood. I had a great childhood, great parents that were amazing. And I distinctly remember probably uh, late elementary school, uh, getting into the car with my mom one day, and she was being motivational for me, inspirational. And she made one of these statements that I've probably made to my kids also is, you can do anything you set your mind to. You can be anything you want to be. And I can remember kind of puffing up a bit Uh and thinking, wow, yes, I could. I could do anything I wanted to do. Uh And I love the thought. And the thought in the broad sense of it is great. We need to be people of possibility and potential. But I've also realized that I need the other side of the coin too. And that's where I guess growing up, getting a bit older, uh, even a bit, bit older, uh, has kind of changed my perspective a little bit to say that understanding our limitations is as important and as valuable as understanding our possibilities. I love this topic already, (laughs) Uh, you know, especially because we talk so much here about possibility and potential. And so let's make sure we're thinking holistically and realistically about this. And 
and I think as as we were chatting just before hitting record, what struck me is that so many of us we can sabotage our highest potential for the sake of just something that is potential, right? It's like we 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 try to do something and spend our time with something that's just good or okay. And as a result, sacrifice that time being used towards something better. Well, absolutely. And it's if you try to think about a thousand things at once, you think about nothing. Hmm. You know, and that's that's the type of thing that uh, the trap that we fall into. We want to have it all, and we don't really get anything in the process. So understanding that uh, having limits and boundaries uh, around what we choose and what we invest ourselves in actually helps us become more than if we operated with the sky's the limit type of mentality. And we're in a culture and we operate within companies that never want to put those boundaries on things. They want to say we can become more and more and, and we, you know, and it it sabotages actually what you could become. Yeah. So I think limits are a powerful mechanism for reaching our highest potential. <laughs> yeah. How yeah. can that be? I know. How do we yeah. come back around to that? Well, yeah. so today we want to talk about kind of three three things three ways to look at this or three helpful things in regards to understanding our limits. And the first one is the idea that because we can doesn't mean we should. Yeah. And, and all three of these are ones that uh, I keep as constant reminders to myself because they help me, they help serve as a filter for me when specific opportunities come around that I need to remind myself because I begin with the assumption, I think as many of us do, is if we can, then we probably should. Right. You You don't even think about it, really, because it's such a a default. Yeah. You know, if we can say yes to something, if we're able, then shouldn't we do it? And that's not always the case. Uh, In fact, very often it's not the case. Those things that we can do, that's just a beginning place as to whether we should do it or not. So I think beginning with the recognition that because we can doesn't mean that we should helps us reframe the uh, opportunities that come our way. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So if that's one of the first kind of mindsets, then the second mindset or, or way to look at this is that need does not always dictate the call. Yes, and, and this is, again, this is helpful. Uh, I don't know whether this originated with my brother Mike, but it might have. I, that's where I remember <laughs> okay. hearing it first. Uh-huh. Uh, and and it's this thought that there are so many needs out within the world. And when we come to those, often when it goes through the first filter and we say we can, we're already prone to say yes. And then when we see that it's a need, we think, well, gosh, if I can and it's a need, then shouldn't I do it? And the need does not dictate the call. 
the person who most represented this that I can think of is Jesus. Constantly, he chose to not necessarily go a particular direction or fulfill a a particular need because it wasn't his call. He didn't spend all of his three years healing every single person nonstop 24 hours because there was a need. He operated by a higher uh, prerogative, and that was what was the call. Mm -hmm. The call dictated what he did, not the need. Yeah. So many times we have needs that come down the pipe. Now, granted, we have to be aware that this filter is not an excuse for selfishness. Okay. We we can easily say, well, you know, just because it's a need, I don't need to do it. And if we operate that way constantly, then we're just being selfish. Right. It's almost like a a balancing type of uh, prompt or diagnostic. Like both sides of this coin can be good or bad depending on the circumstance. But it's just a good if you only have one side of the coin, which is, well, because I can, I should. Then, then it's going to be imbalanced in some cases, right? But it's good to just be aware of both sides of the coin, so I can make sure I'm being thoughtful about what I do commit to. Well, and that's what so that's the reason to me for talking about this topic on this podcast is because all of the weight and all of the current goes in the direction of that we're unlimited, that we can do anything we want, and we should do everything we can, and we should meet every need that we can possibly do. And if we do that, we'll just run ourselves into the ground. We'll become less than what we can be. So I think you said exactly right. It is a balance. It's two sides of a coin. And we, can, we can't we can err anymore on the side of selfishness and saying, well, I only do the things that I want to do and I feel called to do, so to speak. Nor can we operate on the other side that just says, I'm going to do everything that will make everybody happy around me. Right. So it's understanding that balance that's important. But we have to admit that we're wired, first of all, to try to do too much. Right. Because it's what we talked about in the last episode um, about urgent versus important is so much of our society and culture is... Um, valuing busyness and activity, right? So if, if that is kind of the MO that I need to look more frantically, urgently busy, yeah, then I will err towards saying yes to anything I can do. Right. And what I've realized is when I perceive a need and on those occasions when, when I have determined kind of in my own discerning process that That's not for me to do. In virtually every instance that I can think of, someone else stepped up to fill that Hmm. need. Yeah. Probably a better person, a more right person. And had I stepped in, I might have actually been precluding that person receiving some benefit by stepping up to fill that need. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of, frankly, ego Mm -hmm. that goes along with this unlimited potential. 
if I can, I should do it. I'm going to fulfill every need that comes. There's a lot of ego that goes along with this. So hopefully it's a, a, a right sizing that happens when we begin to admit our limitations. Right. Yeah, that's good. Okay. So, so far in, in understanding our limits, we have this kind of mindset adjustment of just because I can doesn't mean I should. Right. And then the second thing is that the need does not always dictate the call. Right. And so your third item here is that relationships suffer when we act as if we have no limits. And that goes back to our last podcast. These limit issues are often urgent things. Someone calls us, I really need someone to do this. Mm -hmm. And when we respond to the urgent, we miss out on the important. So often when we are saying yes to things that are outside of our boundaries, we are by definition saying no to important things that are within the scope of where we should be paying attention. And so almost in so many instances, not every instance, but so many instances, the yeses that we say to these needs and these things that we're able to do that people are asking of us are at the expense of what's most important in our lives. You know, it just gave me a thought. It hadn't hit me yet on this topic that any area of life where you have some sort of leadership role, not only how am I approaching this topic for myself, but how am I, um, what environment am I creating for others? And so any place where I have a leadership role, I think it can be helpful to also think about, am I creating more pressure on others to, to kind of go beyond their limits or react to the urgent? Well, and that's so good because the reality is people listen to what we model more than our words. So you, you talk about that, and that's so powerful to think about what are we modeling for those uh, that we work with? I would say almost more importantly, what are we modeling for our families? Mm, yeah. You know, those that we love the most, are we modeling that we care about those external things more than we do about them? Are we modeling for them a lifestyle of constant overload? because they're operating as if they don't have limits. So they're paying attention to the models that we are living out. And I think living with appropriate boundaries, not tight, uh, selfish boundaries, mm -hmm. but appropriate boundaries mm -hmm. and limitations is so helpful to those around us because there's so few that live with Right. Those kinds of boundaries. Right. Just seeing someone live with it almost creates more of a healthy awareness. Exactly. Exactly. So so that's great. So put you on the spot. What's sure. what's an example of maybe where this has played out <laughs> in your life? Well, I was actually thinking about this just happened this past weekend. So as you know, I play drums at our church. Well, they had somebody You're really good too. Ah, thank you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> can we just have that line repeated? You're really good. Uh, loop that line a few times. Okay. <laughs> um, we had uh, some the person who was scheduled to play, I think, had to drop out last minute, and 
I got a call to ask if I could kind of pinch hit and, and step in. Well, what was interesting is, you know, because of all the podcasts we do like this over time, my wife and I have actually grown a little bit in terms of instead of me just reacting in the moment and saying yes or no, we've kind of created a boundary of, okay, let's check with each other first and then get back with an answer. So, you know, I fail many times in this area, but I actually succeeded this time and, and thought to step back, okay, let me get back to you, go and talk, talk with my wife about it, sync up with each other and then come back with an answer. And what was really interesting in this instance is we looked at the calendar completely free. I was totally available in terms of, you know, the schedule. In other words, you could. I could. Yes. I could take the, you know, the opportunity or fill in the gap. Second thing is I actually have the ability to fill in like that on drums. Like that's something I'm pretty good at. So I could kind of pinch it, whereas some people maybe would need more prep time. So again, I could do it. And and in that instance, started to feel the should a little bit like, well, I'm, I'm uniquely kind of fitting the job description here. So I should, right. That'd be a good thing to do. And then on top of all that, you know, it's just a kind of a virtuous thing, right? Like playing, playing music at a worship service to help people engage in worship. Like that's a good thing, right? So I I really should. (laughs) And, and yet we both, my wife and I both had the same immediate reaction, which was just like, no, I shouldn't do it. We had prioritized and set a goal this month for multiple reasons to kind of have a lot of family time and a lot of space in our weekends this month. And this would have kind of started to crowd that out for, you know, one of the four weekends, which that's a big chunk. 25% of that goal would be gone off the table. And so it's just interesting that we both had that reaction of, nope, shouldn't do it. It's going to hurt the family relationships. And yet everything on paper screamed, I can and probably should do it. Well, and and what's so perfect about that example is nine out of 10 people would not have been able to overcome the I can and there's a need. And they would have said yes. And and even as I hear you say this, there was something that there's something that sounds so right. Like you knew that was the right call. Right. Even though you could, you were completely able, even though there was a need, you chose to understand your limits. Yeah, it it is fascinating. Even as I share right now, I'm realizing how right that decision was. Not because it was a bad thing to say yes and to play those drums. Like that would have been a good thing. But, But like we said at the top, it would have been crowding out something that was more important in this moment of time. Right. That's such a perfect story illustrating this. So, so part of what we're getting at is that there's a healthiness to defining boundaries, defining limitations, uh, which is, in a sense, defining priorities mm-hmm. at the same time. And that if we don't do that, we're operating with a, a wide-open canvas that will erode, actually, meaning and substance yeah. in our life. And it, and it will make us less. Wow. Uh, this is uh, this episode's giving me a little goosebumps already. So I think we want to do a double practical takeaway here. I know you have one, Tommy, but first I want to just give a little promotion here for 
if you kind of listened along with us and set some goals for the new year, if you listened to the last episode and thought about what are the things that are more important and significant that should take up the first of your time, then I think this episode would be good to, you know, those things are kind of positive angles. Right. Now take a look at the, the negative angle, the other side of that coin and say, all right, what kind of things could get in the way of those important things happening and set some boundaries in relation to those. Yeah. What are some no's? What are yeah. some no's? Yeah. All right. And then another kind of, I think, even more fun way of looking at this. I know, Tommy, you had an idea that people could try. Yeah. I would call this your healthy I can't list. <laughs> I love it. So, and actually making a list, uh-huh. uh, physically get out a piece of paper and uh, maybe you'll need a, a couple pieces of paper and make a list of things that you want to affirm that you cannot do. Uh, for instance, you might put down, I can't please everybody. <laughs> I can't be at two places at one time. I cannot record the next five podcast episodes Tommy needs to do them by himself. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. So looking at these things uh, I, that you can't do, and acknowledge that that it's a healthy place to arrive at. Uh, I can't be everything to everybody. Uh, I can't be perfect. There's so many people that they're they're striving so hard, trying to attain this level of perfection, which is unattainable. And how healthy it is to say, I can't be perfect. Yeah, things like that. So. Everybody has their kind of Achilles heel, mm-hmm. that place where they try to be more than they can be. So that's where the healthy I can't list comes into play. <laughs> I love it so much. And if you're worried, you know, if you're writing your list and you're worried about whatever person might be on the other end of that, no. Just want to encourage you. I've had some people recently say no to me on some things, and I, I just... I remember the moment and took note of it because it was actually encouraging to me. There's two people in mind. Knowing those two people and knowing that they should say no to it, it was actually, not only was I not mad, it was actually encouraging to see them setting their limits and kind of standing confidently in how they use their time. Oh, that's great. I actually had an example just like that of someone that I asked if they could help me and they could. (laughs) They're very, very capable. Uh, There was a certain ability to take that on. And she said, I decided no. (laughs) And she didn't say it that way. Uh But I thought the minute she said that, I went, gosh, that's a good decision. Way to go. I actually encouraged her because I I said, you obviously have made the right decision. So go freely with that. That was great. Yeah. All right. If someone says no to you this week, Cheer them on and congratulate them. Exactly. <laughs> as long as it's a healthy thing. Here at the Greenhouse Effect, we are big fans of our friends at Belay Solutions. They are a company that provides virtual assistants and bookkeepers and social media managers. We want to give you a taste of what it's like to work with Belay from one of their clients. His name is Dave Richards, the CEO and lead coach for Elite Performance Associates. Belay saved me 
when I was focused on growing my business, you know, I can think of recently, um, I was working with a high profile, uh, you know, federal government agency on a conference for them. And it had a lot of moving parts. You know, my VA allowed me to confidently let go of all of those things and just focus solely on preparing content and delivering a high value program to the client. Belay follows up with me. How can I give more this constant prodding of, you know, how do you, how can we help you more? How can we pull more from your plate so that you can do, you know, what you're meant to do and what you're best at? If you resonate with any of this and you want more information, we have partnered with Belay to offer $200 off of your startup costs. And if you want to learn more about that or have a free consultation with a member of the Belay team, just click the link in the show notes or go to belaysolutions.com backslash next step. All right, Tommy, what's our book reco for this week? So this book has been out for a while. It's kind of a, a classic. Uh, we may have recommended it in the past, but we're going to give it a, another shout out. It's John Townsend's Boundaries. Uh, and it really does a, a deep dive into all of the verities around this idea of limitations and the value of setting appropriate boundaries in our life. Uh, boundaries and relationships, boundaries and all the very various aspects that that that's a place of healthiness when we learn to do that. So John Townsend's Boundaries. So good. We'll have the link in the show notes. Thanks. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with a friend. Don't forget to subscribe and come on, do us a favor. Leave a five-star review. It'll help others find the show too.